Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome to this first edition of the Progress Review Unity podcast for 2014. Doesn't seem real, does it? Doesn't seem real. About as real as us winning the FA Cup, I'd say. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, let's get on with things. Yeah, I'm slightly disappointed with Burnley, if I'm being honest. I was really looking forward to seeing Danny Ings and, and, and Vokes. Yeah. And I got sucked in by the... Uh, Linesman is offside, Linesman is offside. <laughs> I didn't realise the rule. This must be a new rule, because I've seen people be flagged before. Direct from a, free, uh, from a goal kick, no. you can't be offside. No. Oh, gosh, you, I heard the very same person saying that. It's always been and a I really said... Bad. Yeah, you can't be offside from a goal kick. See, I can't. <laughs> you claim for it. I know. Every time. Oh, <laughs> so it was you then, was there it? Was, there was... There was people around us. <laughs> there was, there was yeah. people around us as well. Yeah. Claiming the same thing. I did see someone say that on Twitter as well. They, they, they spotted that in the East End. There was a lot of people claiming for offside of every yeah. goal kick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was loads around us. But I, I can't understand. I'm sure at some point that must have been a real big yeah. Otherwise, yeah, these, you're just going to keep it. It can yeah. kick it 100 yards and make subtle, the box. Subtle changes to the rules each yeah. year, don't they? So, yeah. for example, what is the offside rule this year? I heard somebody say it's gone back to the whole body in front of the player. Rather than just a hurt. Yeah, rather than just any part of the well, if, player. If it was that, the ball. Then if there was no offside, if, no, if there was an offside rule there, sorry, then all defensive lines would be pressing up, wouldn't they? There's no point, you know, so they might as well. If you notice, they better allow his defences to well, sit back and then you get that shit. Yeah. Well, that's what we do. Not, not that high up. Tony Adams made it. Sam Bokes has stood 10 yards yes. behind our players, yeah. and then coming up on the blind side. I mean, it was a great tactic, but he was laughing his head it off, looking around at us. Really, yeah. Well, we thought he were laughing because he was getting away. Where were they? But now we realised he was laughing yeah. at us. He's offside, Lansman. He's offside. Well, to be fair, he is a professional footballer. Well, yeah. <laughs> so we've got MK Dons inside. Is it a sideshow, or do you think we should put strong seat right? Well, I remember being sat here last year and you lot were saying it was a sideshow, and I was just saying, no, we should take it seriously, you know, when are we going to get a better chance to win the FA well, Cup? Here's the thing, if we had our turn, is it somebody else that's going out? So we just don't take it serious. No, we'll be at the I think we've got the scope to take it as seriously as you want it. I mean, you know, it's not going to be, you know, obviously we're probably not going to win it again. But, but you, you there's no reason. Can. There's no reason. If, the thing is, we're, cha- we're chopping and changing our side every week anyway. So you know, even if we put a different eleven out from Wednesday, it's not really going to be much different from other sides that I've played. So I don't think we. I don't think we cannot take it seriously. Because After last season, we know you can get you can get good draws, and before you know it, you're in the, you're in the quarterfinals. But Barry, there's nothing. There's a thing you said. And then before you know it, you're following that that buzz, open top buzz, up, up through standing slower ground. <coughs> Chill. <laughs> Gareth did. Yeah. Gareth. Anyway, let's leave the FA Cup behind and we'll move on. Said, oh, said no Wigan at I ever. never want to leave the FA Cup behind. <laughs> what was it with Everton parading the, the FA Cup at their place before their game? Well, as exclusively revealed in the Wigan Observer this week, there are two real FA Cups. There's, there's, there's only one cup holders, though. There's only one cup so. holders, yeah. Wigan Athletic have got, and they've never, well, apart from the times it's gone back for Dilpert. You know, the other reason, the only cup they've ever had is the one they were given at Wembley. They've never been given back a replica. So every time you've seen Wigan Athletic with the FA Cup, be it at a school, be it at the stadium, that's the one we were given. And being that, Barbados. And that, yeah, being yeah, Barbados. That is one of the two real FA Cups. Yeah, but Everton had the other one. Every, they've got a few replicas knocking about, but they've got two real FA Cups. Because what they do is they give one out you know, to, the, to the holders, uh, because the one they take back sometimes is absolutely knackered. 
they always need him back as he's going back at the end of February because they need to repair it or whatever and, you know, they have, in case they have to give it out in there if not they'll keep it back and they'll do a bit more repair work uh, I think the base is the only constant that's how you tell which one's the real one yeah. or the current one exactly. so the one that Wigan won was the one that the, the one that is in Wigan's cupboard is the one that they were presented with at Wembley because it's the base sits on the base I think yeah. the base I don't, ah. the base, I don't know but there's, the there's two real cups yeah. there's right. two cups which pot of metal you use yeah. there's only one FA cup holders correct and that is Wigan Athletic yeah. okay well said are we all looking forward to Saturday? I know yeah. I am. Bring it on. Bring yeah. it on. So we're all dead positive, aren't we? We're all, you know, we're looking no, no. forward. Yeah. You know, Paul. No. But chances are I'm tiling in a bloody kitchen at the same time. <laughs> so you're not going? <laughs> we're away, aren't we? No. Oh, all right. No, I have to go in. I thought we were away. Of all the things you've got to cut out of this podcast from what he said, that's not one of them. <laughs> so obviously Barnsley is going to be rearranged uh, and it's going to be the 18th of February that we're playing Barnsley. Um, that's Tuesday, Wednesday. That's a, a Tuesday. Tuesday. So it's an own game. Uh, if we beat Palace... The fifth round, we should be playing Yeovil at home. So that could be another rearranged game. And the sixth round is when we play Leicester at home. Have we got got when we're supposed to be in the semi final? No, no, no. no, Is this what you call like cup to one side? This is whatever happens happens. This is really to provisionally book that bloody coach again, I think they'll beat Palace. I do think they'll beat Palace. We're in the fifth round there. We're in the quarter final. We're in the quarter final. Birmingham away, though. I'll start this now. Okay, the referee for Saturday is 44 year old. Essex official Michael Bull and this is the first season on the national list for him at 44 so it's a little bit surprising that with his agency that he's coming through but when you see him on Saturday you might recognise him because he's actually been a, a, an assistant referee in the Premier League for for, four, for the past four seasons so. oh right yeah we should all recognise the only assistant referee you're ever going to get me to recognise is Sean Massey and that's because there's oh, quite no. a significant difference between it her and the bloody rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> who takes notice of the, who's running the lines and things? I thought he was going Andy Gray on me for a minute. I, I must remember him in case he comes refereeing in a year and a half. <laughs> well, that's you, Tom Barry. Are <laughs> <laughs> we making a point? Where's your next start? Like, you, know, you can shove down your throat. <laughs> well, for those of us uh, who may recognise Michael Bull. <laughs> That's none of us, really, is it? I will all recognise him. I've seen him before. I've seen his photograph. I know what he looks like as well. I'll, 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 uh, I'll recognise him. That's I hope he's not full of bull as well. You're on a website and focus on meet the ref every week. <laughs> we don't. Yeah, but we read it every week, don't we? Yeah. We read it and jest and think, God, this is an exciting. We read the website. We've got to read the meet the ref. Meet the linesman. For now, we're going to move on to the game on Saturday. That is Cardiff City versus Wigan Athletic. FA Cup fifth round, and that's at the Cardiff City Stadium. And we have our correspondent right now, at this instant, down at Christopher Park to speak with a very special guest. 
Right, we're here uh, down at Christopher Park training ground on location this week, and we're talking to Wigan Athletic legend, the skipper who lifted the cup, Emerson Boyce. We're talking to the FA Cup, Boyce. We've got a big game on Saturday facing Cardiff City. Yeah, it'll be a massive game. Um, obviously, we came through last round against Crystal, my old club, Crystal Palace. We put a good performance in there, and we're looking to go to another Premier League club now and, and get the result. It's going to be a hard game, but we've got a big squad and we're full of confidence at the moment. And we're looking to defend our cup as much as long as we can. Yeah, I was going to ask you about the Palace game because since you left Palace to come to Wigan, that was the f- it's not the first time we've played them, but it's the first time you played against them. For the uh, when we played them in the League Cup a couple of years back, you weren't in the squad away for that game. No, it's the uh, first time I ever played against Palace. Um, and how did it feel? Was it did it uh, did it evoke some memories or some heartstrings? Because I know you was fond of your time there. Yeah, I had a great time there. The fans are always good to me and. I say they tweet, they tweet me now, um, wish me all the best, and I've always had a good relationship with the fans there. Spironi, he was in goal, um, he was there when I was there, so it was good to see him, and as a club, they've always been good to me. So it was um, a bit strange playing against them, and I was happy enough to clap the fans you know, before the game and after the game. I think a few of them had a, had a few things to say to me when, the, when they could have had a penalty. But um, I, just, I just said to the gaffer, I went to go back to Sellers Park. So I tried my best. <laughs> but no, all in all, I had a good time. I had a good time, um, good spell there. Um, just thankfully that we got through, for, through to that round and we're into this game now. Yes, it was a, a great performance, Greg. What, what did you make of that? Yeah, it was very professional follow, wasn't it? Is going into these games only a fair cup, obviously, a bit different from maybe previous years because you've got that Tigers holders. Is there a bit more desire to, to, to go through to the next round? Yeah, I think so. Um, me personally, um, obviously there's, the, there's a lot of things change at the club now, a lot of personnel has changed at the club. Um, but I think for the players that have won it, um, we want to play in every single game. Um, I know the manager wants to rotate. Uh, obviously the league is, is you know, more important. But for the people that won the FA Cup, you know, we want to play in every single round and, and defend our cup. Um, I'm just trying to, hopefully I'll get selected for the Cardiff game now. But, you know, as a player... I'll be more gutted like if I didn't play in the game and obviously we lost. So um, no, as a player, you want to play in that game and hopefully defend the cup and move on as long as you can. Fantastic! Thank you very much for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank, thank you. you. Right, talking of wordsmiths, let's move on before we finish. Uh, and makes a little story he wants to tell. One of the all-time great England footballers has died over the past seven days. Tom Finney, Preston North End, one club man known as the Preston Plumber, weren't they? Yeah. And uh, superb England international. No, I mean, I can't, you know, wax lyrical about his playing because I never saw him play live. I don't know anything, you know, from that side. Yeah. But, but from what I've heard, people talk and seen videos or footage of him playing, you know, it, it, it goes before him. When we were kids, our dads, when we were having kick-arounds, would say Stanley Matthews and Tom Finney, Nat Loftus and all things like that. Whereas, you know, like... We then talked to our kids about stars like Georgie Best and Bobby Charlton and all the rest of it. I was privileged to meet Tom Finney. It was one of them odd, odd things. I'd gone over to the um, football museum at Preston and I'd already been over to the football museum at Preston. It's now gone to Manchester and for anybody who's thinking of going, I recommend it. I thoroughly recommend it. It was really a wonderful visit. So the second time I went, I went deliberately to see the exhibition about Sir Tom Finney. And I went straight from work. And so I had my rugby club gear on. 
so to speak. Why well, would you look at that time, mate? Well, I'm, I'm not name the club because it's rugby and this is a football thing. Well, no, no, it gives the context then, doesn't it? Well, I, I was working at Halifax Rugby League Club yeah. and so I was there with all my gear on and I was looking around and I got to the stage where it was photographs and things about Tom's army service because it was a desert rat. So I was looking at that because I got particular interest in that as well because an uncle of mine um, fought out there. And I was just stood there having a look then all of a sudden what this little group of people, a couple of suits, and Tom Finney. And the jaw literally dropped, because I, I reckon I thought, good grief, it's a Tom. Anyway, he acknowledged me, the other two suits didn't, he acknowledged me, he nodded to me, and he just came over. And um, he saw the thing, and he says, oh, she's uh, rugby. I went, yes, sir, Tom. And I thought as though I was a kid at school, <laughs> you know, yes, sir, Tom. And I'm, I'm looking down on this guy. But yeah, he was yards above me. Anyway. He turned around and he said, oh, are you one of these rugby heroes then? And this other fella chipped in with, oh, there's only one hero in here. And he said, and that's Sir Tom. Pressed him through and through. And Sir Tom Finney looked at me and shook his head. So as only I could see it. And he looked at the photographs on the wall, just tapped one of them and said, no, they're the heroes. And just walked away. And it's just something that will always live with me, the humility of the man. Because these guys were trying to make a fuss of Sir Tom. But yeah, he made a fuss of me, because he came over, shook my hand, and I said, I'll see you later. And I just thought, he didn't need to do that. No. But he did. Because gentleman. Oh, too yeah. right, too right. Yeah. Whoever put that exhibition of Sir Tom Finney together at the Preston Museum, I think it, it should be staged again yeah. uh, in memory of the man for a short period of time. And if it ever is, I recommend every football fan should go and have a look at it. Because there's a man who was a plumber, it was 16 when he made his debut for Preston. And what he achieved in his international career, don't forget, six years of that was lost with war. So six years and the, 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 probably the most productive years of his life as a footballer were gone to service for his country. Mm. And he himself turned around and said so many good footballers died in that war. <coughs> yeah, we listened to the nice thing about him as well, didn't he, in his book, where after he'd uh, broken his leg at Wembley, I don't know if anybody's aware of that, Dave Wim actually he? broke his leg in an FA Cup final playing for Blackburn Rovers but on his first game back so he played for Blackburn he did yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe but uh, he kept that quiet hasn't he, he anyway, right, anyway he, got, he, he broke his leg for those of you who didn't know and his first game back was uh, he, he was a friendly against Preston and uh, he was marking Tom Finney and Tom Finney he said come up to him and said don't worry lad I'll uh, take it easy on you today yeah, something <laughs> on the lines I, I know you're coming back from injury and I, I, I don't want to give you two out of time. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. And then Shanks as well, Lindsay said. Paid him the ultimate compliment, yeah. Lindsay. He said Tom Finney would fit into any team in any era, in any position. Right, okay, let's move on then. A bit of good news this week. If anybody's seen it, Sean Malone will be back in training. Hooray! Hooray! And, and what's that going to do to you in the running? You put your left leg in, your left, left leg out, in and out, in and shake it all about. You do the Sean Malone and turn around. That's what it's all about. Oh, Sean Malone! Oh, Sean Malone! Right, hang on. Oh, Sean Malone! Well, you're singing there and you reckon we can't catch Burnley? <laughs> it was not, he's not fit enough player though, that's the problem, isn't it? Well, it doesn't matter, he's not going to have to be, yeah. yeah. 
Because the other good thing with Malone is that he seems to be, he's, he looks like he's in a very positive mood. I don't know if you've read the, the interviews with him, where he's been saying he's been going to all the games. Sorry for spitting that either. Been to uh, sign again in all when you spit when you talk. I didn't notice. Um, was he think I was just stroking you, Willie? No. Why are your arms out? Of course. <laughs> Yeah. Out, Christmas outtake, end of season outtakes, yeah. here we come. <laughs> Pardon? Uh, got that one. No, we're just being, we're not being as smutty as you, Barry. <laughs> okay. you know I, I forgot mean? what I was saying that. Oh, yeah. Sean Maloney. Sean Maloney interviews. Yeah. Oh, Sean Maloney. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and we've got uh, Watford in town. Zola's gone. We've got this new fella in. I don't know his name. Help me, John. Um, he's, he's got very hands on. <laughs> I don't know, Barry. <laughs> I, I don't I, know I, I've, I've been in Elton John's box at Watford. Really? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what? For those of you in innuendo bingo. <laughs> he's been in Elton John's box, he's been growing it all for a He's got, he's got all his, um, all his uh, discs and everything else like that. Oh, yeah. That's a bit watch, isn't it? Yeah, well done, well done for that one. Would you drum when he came into his box? No, no, no. I was wide-eyed and bushy-tailed. I bet you were. you So we don't know the name of the manager. He's not a clue. He's Italian, isn't he? Elton John. Referee for Saturday is a guy called Scott, Scott Duncan. He's from Northumbria. No, twenty-eight girls, girls, twenty-eight games this season with fifty-six, fifty-six. Girls, girls and shit. Right, well, sir, since you talk about El John's box, it's got me all tongue twisted. Is that what you call it? Yeah. Uh, um, Anyway, we're getting bogged down. Yeah. Let's, let's crack up. Just let them listen to this. I'm going to listen to this and tell me what you think. Maloney takes. And it's in! It's Ben Watson! It's Ben Watson for Wigan Athletic! They've surely won the FA Cup! For Dave Whelan! For Roberto Martinez! You just cannot... Right strips like this. Now what about that? Yes. Oh, oh, that one yes. And that was it. It was like I, I'd accept, I'd accepted then. I'd kill my toes up and I'd be dying happy man. But blinking heck, a year later we're back there again in the semi-final. How good's this? That's brilliant. Fantastic. Anyway, who do we play? Um, hmm. um, North London Battlers. <laughs> we play the Arsenal. Our road to Wembley. Then MK Dons 3-3 at home then we played in a replay at the MK Dons and managed to win 3-1 played Crystal Palace down at the DW 1-2-1 Watson and McLean scoring then we played Cardiff City at Cardiff and 1-2-1 again and then we played a certain Manchester City again and again 1-2-1 oh did we? you went to that game Paul didn't you? you were on TV I know (laughs) with a mask on I know I wasn't on TV. Ben Watson was on TV. Ben Watson. No, it was good. I mean, we 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 basically looked. It was like the cup final where, when you retrospectively look at it, even though you spend the whole game thinking what they're going to do next, what they're going to do next, it's all going to go wrong. 
you get to the end of it and you think, actually, that wasn't ever going to go wrong. You know, we, 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 we got in front, we, we, got, we defended well after that. Jobs are good, in. Jobs are good, well, we, we they know our identity, have they? But we know who we are. Yes. We are the FA Cup champions. Yeah, uh, Arsenal necessarily expected to win on Saturday. Not by me, they're not. Yeah. yeah. I, I, well, the two to one are. The bookies have got them two to one. Did you what we did last time? The bookies said 20 to one. We're getting 30 to two. Look at Ron Dale. The draw's 72. That's for the game on Saturday. Then again, the bookies fancied Manchester City, but. See that, yeah. <laughs> I think we're going to do one, but on penalties. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh. Make oh. I'll take that, Barry. I'll take that. Is is Gomez going to be like Watson? Yeah, I'll take the first one. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. And he'll bury it. He'll bury it. Well, then Sean Malone. Because don't forget, he's taken over the penalty take. The six from one event. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, Ben Watson. And he walks out to score the winning, yeah. winning penalty. Well, in his cast. He's done it before, hey? was it Stoke City where he came off the... He did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He'd, He'd been on the pitch 30 seconds, yeah. 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 Well, he, he, it's the quickest goal any player's ever scored in any game, isn't it? Yeah. Because until he strikes the ball, it's not in play. Exactly right. Um, complete aside. Yes. Did anybody watch Pointless on the BBC last night? In Sorry, the final round, one of the options available to the contestants was <laughs> name any three players in the 2013 FA Cup final. Oh, give over. Two blokes, <sighs> two blokes asking the, uh, answering the question. Now, as you know, the idea is to get an answer that gives you zero feedback. Okay. No. Roger, Did you, have to have been Roger on the pitch? you just looked at my sheet. No. I haven't. I Did you have to have been on the pitch? They played in the, the, the They thing played in the cup Whether final. it was a substitute, coming out or a substitute on the bench. Scoring a goal. In, as long as it's two parts in, the, in the actual final. Enrique. Well, before you try to answer he this didn't, one, no, we didn't. these two it guys. Excuse me. These two. No, no, no. You have to have played oh, in the right, game. Oh okay, right. Okay, so trying. These two guys <laughs> could not name a single Wigan player. Well, I hope they lost then. They did. Yeah. yeah. And they got they named two City players. Right. Now, which three Wigan players do you think were the three pointless answers? Espinosa. Correct. Robles. Correct. Yeah, I would have yeah. gone Robles. And there was one more that was a. It was, it was playing Watson. Watson, it'd be one, it'd be one of Watson right. actually, Watson actually got, I think it was five. hundred. Oh, no, come on, surely. Well, don't forget, this programme um, yeah, is no, filmed no, down no. in London and they yeah. ask the audience, don't they? But yeah. still, it's the FA Cup final. I know. Well, sure, shame be upon them. That's what I said. No, the, no, McCarthy got a couple. Yeah. Boise got a few. Well, Boise. Sure, sure. I, I think Boise was a was a somewhat like about an eighty percent answer yeah. because of what he did. Gomez. No, no. Um, right nationality. James McCarthy. No. I got this right actually. Who well, said Alcaraz? The, the one I sure more. Sorry, you've said Alcaraz. Yeah, sorry, Alcaraz. I didn't see that. He's yes, the right they, they were the three. But he's not the, he's not the right nationality yeah. then, is it? I thought it was Spanish. It's Paraguay. Well, they speak the same language. Yeah. Were there any pointless answers for City? Um, they were obviously pointless, weren't they? Hey. No, hey. no, no, no. Oh, uh, <laughs> The three pointless answers for the Wigan players was Espinosa, Alcaraz, and Robles. Oh, we got them, didn't we? Well, I'd have had two yeah. of them. Yeah, straight away. The two yeah. men that probably right. had the biggest impact on the I game. I got those two. I think with that yeah. Yeah. Oh no, I don't, I, and what's the goal? And they got neither. The shootout starts with Caldwell, and Fabianski saves it. Santi Cazorla 
to bring Arsenal back to Wembley. They're in the FA Cup final. They have done it the hard way. They've done it the long way. They've been spot on from the spot. Our lads did us proud on Saturday. They did. did. Our lads did us proud. Our supporters did us proud. We were in the lead. We managed to stop Arsenal scoring in the FA Cup. They put us under a lot of pressure, but like you said, they did us proud. And we managed to stop them scoring until the 82nd minute. We yes. nearly won it. Mm. Who was the last team to actually match Arsenal for 120 minutes? Who was the last team to actually match Arsenal for 90 minutes? Everton beat them last week. <laughs> right. Yeah, but what did they do to Everton in the last round of the cup? Well, in the cup, you mean, are you talking? Well, they battered them 4 1, didn't they? Who, well, I think most of the point, Mike, was seeing Arsenal's celebrations, they realised they did to us what nobody else has done for two years right. mm. and, no, that, that's and it was like the Champions League qualification because that's how much of a, a, a an FA Cup team we are now that's our reputation when we for us that's really something to be somebody very made some proud comments of. I don't know who it was one of the TV pundits about that um, about some celebrating and yeah. it, it was because um, I've watched it today Roy Keane, Roy Keane yeah. and he said uh, they want to save that for the final I, I was, I, as, as them Arsenal supporters was, were clapping their heads off and happy, I was absolutely spewing. Because I thought, you know, what we have done in the last two years has been nothing short of fantastic. And every single Wigan supporter has embraced and appreciated what's happened at the club. Those Arsenal fans were two penalty kicks from 50,000 of them trying to get shut of the best manager they've ever had. The bloke's done the double. He's gone on an unbeaten run in the league. So the only one since Preston in 1826, 37, whatever it was. You know, he hasn't spent a load of money, which has contributed to paying for part of the bloody Emirates Stadium. They've got a fantastic stadium. They've got a fantastic young side. And because we haven't won anything for seven years, eight years, nine years, they're all ready to absolutely turn on him. All he's got is a stay of execution. And so of half the players, and you know, to support a football club like that is disgusting. Yeah. You're not supporting the club. No, you're not. It, but yeah, even though we got relegated last season, we won. We won more in the last five years than Arsenal. More in the last eight years now. Is it eight or nine years? We won more in the last year. Five years. Five years. Five years. Well, that's five beside the point. And come on, all city. Right. Well, talking of winning things, and I, I think it's fantastic. It's been a fantastic uh, run in the FA Cup. I'm sure everybody will agree. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, for this season, it's over. So we're going to put that to bed until next January, when we'll, uh, we're going to pick it up again in in, uh, in the third round. Right. Before we finish tonight, there's one of our listeners actually emailed in. Her name's Anne Foster, so I'll give her a name check. How are you doing, Anne? I hope you're, you're quite well. And she was quite intrigued by our pointless discussion last week. Ah, about the TV programme. Yes, that's right. Not the fact that the discussion was pointless, but right, it was about the it TV programme. And it was about Wigan. Yep. Now, Anne said that herself, her daughter, and her mother, so three generations of, uh, of, of, of a family, went to watch an edition of Pointless being recorded that very week right. and whilst they were there one of the categories for the finalist was Wigan right, and on. they chose it really? yeah and, and, and uh, what they got asked was name Wigan Athletic Managers 
Colin Greenall. And the only thought of one, you could only think of one. Who was are we that looking manager? for a pointless answer? Who was that manager? The one, well, they, can the think one of. they named. Well, the one they named is probably last season's manager because it's the other one who's current. Roberto right, Martinez. So, yeah, so, what, so, what I want us to do tonight before we finish, right, since we joined the league in 1978, we have had 20 permanent managers. Right. Some of them are, are twice as. Yeah. But we've had 20 permanent managers. How many of those 20 can you name in three minutes? Three right. minutes. Who have you got there? Yeah, because we need to. Who's right, Bruce. Steve Bruce. Well, why not do it Larry Lloyd. Larry why not Lloyd. start at the beginning of what you were right. through? Larry Lloyd. 1932, yeah, rock on. Right, Larry Lloyd. Yeah. I, I only got a season ticket. 1978, he started. That's right. 79. Oh, from, from 78, yeah. right. From going in the league. Go on. Chris Hutchins. <coughs> that might be a pointless one. I'll oh, that's a pointless one. Guaranteed be a pointless one. Well, you've got two so far. Didn't Bobby Charlton step in for? A These company? are permanent managers, not not temporary. Who was the fellow who was in charge when they played Millwall that came up and did the thing? Was he in charge? Was he ah, in yeah, I know it. Yeah, but uh, Ray Mathias. Yeah, that's him. Yes, Ray Mathias. In in what year did you say? He was well, twice. Twice. Ah, well done. So you, you see the see the pattern what I was looking for. Well um, done. Steve Bruce won't be pointless. <clears throat> Steve Bruce, we're not looking for, I just want you to see if you can get one. Neither will Paul Jewell. Paul Jewell? I'm not, I just want you oh, to see. Oh, you just want to see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think Freddie had his some time at Wigan as manager. We've not mentioned our present manager, I don't think yet. Who were? Rossler. Oh, yeah, Rossler, yeah. Ping pong, ping pong, Charlie. <laughs> see, you forgot him, didn't you? Yeah. You can't even remember Drive. his name. Drive, forget him. What's his name? <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah, John Benson. Uh, <laughs> oh, John Benson. Bond? <laughs> no. John Benson. Gordon Mill. Right, come on, fellas. She's not doing very well here. Oh, no, no, no. jeez. Did, did you say Martinez? You didn't yeah, say yeah, Martinez. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you've got the last five managers. All the recent ones. The last five. You've got the Premier League managers. Was Ray Houghton a manager? He was, but for Oxford United. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I'm only 26. Seven. Well, Green Barra. Graham Barra's correct. You've had two. You've had two minutes now. You've only got a minute left. I can see you're struggling here. You've got 20 seconds left. Do you want me yeah. to tell you? Well, I don't know that, because that was, yeah, was when I was playing rugby. Okay. Yeah. Before my time. All right, then. We started off with Ian McNeil. Yes. Yeah, Mr. Herpes. All right, okay. Herpes. Herpes? Yeah, yeah but he had, that, he, had, he had them as well. <laughs> Ian McNeil, followed by Larry Lloyd, then Harry McNally, Brian Hamilton. Oh, gosh, God. Ray Mathias, who got sight and Brian Hamilton was brought back in. Then we had Dave Philpotts. Now, that, that's a really difficult one. After Dave Philpotts took us down, Kenny Swain came in. Oh, yeah, ex Chelsea. Followed by Graham Barra. Who was the manager after Graham Barra got sight? <sighs> it was uh, Dave Whelan's first appointment as manager. Did Dave Mathias not come back? He'd he come from Norwich City. It was his last job. Real? Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Doran. Do, 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 he do, played do, for Aston Villa as a striker. Peter Wick. Well done. Good. John Dean. Oh, now, he was oh. followed by Ray Mathias for a short spell. We got us into the playoffs when the hand of Goats scored the goal. Uh, then John Benson, as Dan, Dan mentioned. Following John Benson's re resignation, there was a Scottish guy who'd also managed our friends up the, up the road over the hill. He had a glittering career, 
he'd also managed Arsenal. Bruce Rio. Bruce Rio. Yeah, did, I not, did I not say it before? Yeah, yeah. Graham, he, was good. he got sacked and uh, Stevie Bruce come in then. Uh-huh. And then? And then he stayed till summer, Paul Jewell. And then we got all the rest, didn't we? Paul Jewell was there for six years, Chris Hutchins, a few months, Steve Bruce came back, Roberto, Coyle and Uwe Rosler. And that's it. Mm. 20 oh. managers. Well done. Not. Right. Anyway, that was good. How many did we get? You got six from all now. Oh, six from all. You got seven. You got seven. That's all right. Yeah. We could have done with Rob, really. That yeah. gives you an A. Seven out of twenty gives you an A in a GCSE maths exam. Before we finish, a couple of things mm. on to us to do. I thought it'd be nice if we, round the table tonight, could nominate and choose a player of the season oh. between us as one from from the podcast crew. Um, I can tell you which way this is going now because I know my vote's going to match Gareth's. Let's, let's have some nominations then, so go on, Gareth, give us a nomination. Jordi Gomez. And why? why? Why is he player of the season, in your eyes? Because he's our best and most creative player by a country mile. Right, Rob? Emerson Boyce, he's been outstanding, been a real leader this season, and he's played more minutes than anyone ever in the history of football in one season. <laughs> And I think it just shows the measure of the man. Look at his age, you, you wouldn't think he was f- f- 34. I thought he was 96, sorry. Well, <laughs> I thought last season, a couple of times he looked out of position or whatever and thought, oh, he's gone here. But I think this season's shot that to pieces with the amount of games. He's captained the club brilliantly. I think he's a real leader and a proper club legend. Dan, have you got a nomination? Yes, I have, Barry. Yeah. I'm going to pick. For my nomination, Leon Burnett. Leon Burnett. It's a fantastic signing by you know who. And especially in the earlier part of the season, and actually through up until about last month, he was a rock in the team. And I think that was only due to injuries that he's kind of faded away and been rotated a little bit. He's hamstring went, isn't it, at Ipswich and he's. Yeah, he's not been back in the team. So much, that was out of necessity, but the work he's done for us this season, and he's got a few goals for us as well. Oh. Ripped his shit, didn't it? Shit. Tremendous. Yeah. yeah. Shit ripper. Never Mick, have you got a nomination for us? I was going to say Grant Holt, but he's, he's out on loan, isn't he? <laughs> <coughs> I don't think you can argue with the three that's been suggested already. And for me, I think I've got a uh, edge with uh, Lord Emerson. For the simple reason, he's done more pitch time. And he's not let us down at all. Neither's Jordi. Neither's Yod. In fact, Yod has done perhaps been more effective um, in creating opportunities up, up the front. But I think the commanding presence of Boyce on the field has helped Latics get where they are so far this season. And I want to kiss his bald head as well. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, have you got a. Well, uh, I've, I've kind of already. Uh, Already revealed my hand, but yeah. there was there was two other players that yeah, I, th- I think <laughs> think deserve a bit of a mention. Um, one I'm not going to name, principally because I can't. But whoever played the worst in Owen Coyle's last two games and helped get him fired and and get Rosalind <laughs> to start that chain of events, brilliant. Um, the other one who's definitely worth a mention is James MacArthur because he's worked tirelessly in that midfield. Yeah, and he's had the touch of quality as well in there. But Jody Gomez, um, to add to what what Gareth said about him, he's won us a few games in himself, 
you know, there are points on that table that you could directly attribute to Jordi Gomez. And I think particular the bit that, uh, I mean, I, I would have said the pair of him, uh, him and James MacArthur. Oh, right. I'm in a difficult position here, aren't I? <coughs> I mean, look at Jordi Gomez, and I think, uh, like you said, he's, he's been absolutely magnificent. His, his creativity, uh, his goals so important. I've always been a massive admirer of his skill. I really have. But for me, this season, the man who's been the most outstanding has been Emerson Boyce. But due to his age, what he's been through this season, the fact that he's been there for nearly every single game, just for the fact that he's Mr Wigan Athletic, um, I, I say Emerson Boyce, and I go along with that 100%. So, with that in mind, the Progress of Unity podcast player of the season for 2013-14 is... Grand Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Drum roll. Drum roll. Fifty two count, can't we? Emerson Boyce. Boyce! Hey! 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 Boyce! Something I want to mention before we leave uh, the league scuff behind is that uh, there's a bit of a celebrity emerging from our ranks not our ranks here but our ranks as Latix supporters and I believe he was on fine form on Saturday uh, Chunk <laughs> <laughs> Chunk you know, Rob's giggling away Did he, was he providing entertainment once uh, again he was we, again yeah I mean we like trying, I said last week we? I've only come across this lab a few times and yeah he was enjoying himself again and you know he gets shut off going. Was it? oh shit was off yeah yeah there was a there's a 50 year old bloke with no shit on with him as well yeah. which was a bit worrying but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was that dad? I don't know oh, well, but there was a resemblance wasn't there so it could have been yeah. it could have been maybe an uncle yeah <laughs> chunk and chunk's <laughs> uncle <laughs> yeah but you know it's a bit of fun isn't it a bit of fun it's a bit of fun as long as you don't get too serious like the movie oh no that was chucky wasn't it <laughs> I, I, that guy that was with him was proper taking it serious when he was like he, he was almost stood at the front not not a, any open hell of watching the match he's facing the fans going come on come on a cheerleader and, oh, oh pretty much yeah, yeah. yeah. oh I proper cheerleader no, no. <laughs> they, they could start a trend though taking this they, they might call it the Uncle Chunk <laughs> Uncle well that would be a Chunk's uncle <laughs> what I must compliment is the stewards attitude to it they took it in good faith they appeared to anyway <laughs> you know, I saw a couple of them laughing away when Chunk was doing his uh, was doing his stuff is he do you notice him semi naked or do you actually see him disrobe? Oh no, you see him semi-naked. So he's like, like he was the there at the front, and he's getting all the right. right it, it, basically, yeah. they were they were in what you would look at uh, being. It's not quite the dead zone because there is a barrier and then another dead zone, isn't there? But yeah. it's like the bit at the front of the seats. There's like a bit of a dead zone, and they've gone in there, turn round, and they're facing the crowd. They're not watching the match, but like like, like gosh, the stewards were took it well and I noticed at one particular point there was a, a police sergeant parading up and down this dead zone and as this guy's flinging his arms about he he, he, he caught him I don't think I wouldn't say he belted him he, he caught him but this guy just like caught his, as he was about to get it he caught his hand just put it down calmed him down and then just carried on walking <laughs> and he just I said the spirits were right it was, it was stunning all done in good humour yeah. um, and, and I think when we scored the second goal there was a big surge in that area and they, they just 
sort of controlled it and kept them all behaved and sent them Chunk all back to the seats. No, no, no. Chunk is the policeman. Chunk is everything. He's everywhere. He's everything. No, Cheerleader, stewards. Stewards did a good job. Point controller. Has he got pom poms? Actually, they are. They're quite big. Anyway, right. He's not called Chunk for nothing. Oh, have you not seen him, mate? Oh, you're going to have to. Just, just. Go on Twitter and type in Chunk, you'll get everything you need to see. Welcome to the latest edition of the Progress with Unity podcast, and uh, we've got a big agenda this evening, we've got some special guests. So, who have we got round the table this evening? Hi Rob. Hello Barry. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Good stuff, good stuff. Looking forward to Friday. Can't wait. Hi Ali, how are you doing? Got a big game on Friday. Yeah, of course, uh, we've been working all the season for these uh, two games. Uh, we know it's, uh, it's not, not easy games, it's difficult, but uh, all we are uh, for it, you know, and uh, we prepare uh, very well. We have, you know, last game in the season at home, and uh, hopefully we finish it in a good way. Yeah, and obviously a big dilemma for the manager, who to stick in, in goals, yourself or Scotty Carson? Yeah, well, who is there? He have to make the job, and yeah. you know, all we play for the team, and uh, you know, it's uh, who the manager selected. You have to be ready, me or Carson or anyone. Yeah, are you enjoying <laughs> the competition with him? Yeah, of course, you have to enjoy the competition. Football is a competition, yeah. and uh, in the end, the decision with the manager. Right. So anyway, best of luck. Thank you. I, I, Thank hope, you. I hope we're going to Wembley. Thank you. Right. Thank you Cheers, Ali. Thank you. Hi, Dan. Hi, Barry. How, How are you doing? doing? Oh, very well, thanks. All right, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Took you by surprise a bit, that end, didn't it? Yes, yes. Did you, did yeah. you see him sat there? No, no. You didn't notice it, did no. you? No, anyway. All right, mate. All right, Barry. Well, I'm here uh, down at the Lassitz training ground with uh, the one and only Jordi Gomez. How are you doing? Good, good. Very yeah. good. Good stuff. I've just presented you with the uh, Player of the Season award, which has come from the Vital Lattic, so uh, uh, I'm really made up to, you know, to be handing this over to you today. Yeah, it's uh, been uh, great news to be the part of the season, and uh, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. And really enjoyed the season, and I hope we can finish it in, the, in a good way. Can I ask you something? Uh, yeah, you can ask me. All right, anything, anything at all, anything yeah. at all. Yeah. Right, would you live? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> next season, do you think you'll be here? Straight, straight away, straight in. I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Alright, so that's just up in the air at the moment, that yeah, one, is it? Yeah. Would you like to be? Yeah, I, I have no problem to, to be here next season, but uh, we'll have to wait and see. You're I don't 20, know yet. 29 this time, aren't you? Yeah. So well, you're going on a bit? 28, 28. At the moment? At the moment, in yeah, 29, yeah, three when, weeks, in three weeks I'll be 29, yeah. What date's that? The 24th of May. There's something else on that day as well, isn't there? Yeah, uh, I hope we can be celebrating something yeah. Day, yeah it's the playoff final isn't it yeah. it's, it's been written in the stars I'm sure it has I'm sure it has yeah 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 we hope we can uh, first of all we have uh, two important games now against Kupiel and then I hope we can get to the final on the 24th fantastic well, it's been a pleasure to speak to you and uh, I wish you the best and Thank hopefully hopefully we're going to be seeing you next season I'll keep my fingers crossed we'll see we'll see but thank you very much ok thank all you right. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. So, are we absolutely distraught that we've not gone up, or are we absolutely over them? I mean, I've seen some people say they didn't want us to go up, which I find quite difficult to understand in a way, But because uh, I always want, want the best for the club. 
Um, and I know it's been an exciting season with course matches we, but surely from uh, we want to I think the thing that's taught me this season is if we go up and come back down again with nothing to fear it's not the dreaded black hole that we thought it might be so from that talk you know and we need that finance to, to, to push the club on well you say you go up you, get, you pump a lot more money into the club and those that are running the club are in a far better position to do a good job with more money coming in than they are with less money coming in. Not, that's not to say they've, they've not done a good job so far. The swings and roundabouts, I, I wouldn't ever say don't try to go up because that's just ridiculous. You're in, a, you're in a pyramid system for a reason. You know, you, that's what you're there for. Dan, what's your views on it? It has been a fantastic season and I do admit I've enjoyed it an awful lot more than last year. I don't know if that's because we've had a massive 62 games compared to, must have been, what would we have had last season? Late 40s, something like that, mid 40s? Early 40s, yeah. wasn't it? Mm. 38 and, and Six. 5 cup games. More entertainment, mm. I guess. Four and five. But is it the illusion of more entertainment? Six, Six plus a Cali Cup. Mm. I think I'd rather be in the Prem. Rather be in the Rob? This season's been brilliant from my point of view. Come a lot of away games. I've not done that many in previous seasons because I've been the majority of the greens getting ripped off week in, week out. It's not great either when we weren't that great on the road and you're going down to London, it's costing you 150 quid. And this season it's just reignited that passion for the doing a lot of away games again. It's been great from that point of view. We've had Europe, we've had a great defence of the cup as well. But you do want to go up, as you said, as a club, because we want to compete at that level and compete at the higher level. But I'd settle for another season in the Championship. Definitely, I think we can have a, another push next year. Gareth, what do you think? Do you think are you glad we stayed down, or was your lads as well? At first, at first, I would have thought, oh, Premier League, you know, because that's the day every Saturday night and Sky and BT Sport and all the rest of it. But dodgy links on the internet. Yeah, but to be honest, I've thoroughly enjoyed this season, especially under Uwe Rossler, as has been said around this table many times. Since Rossler's come in, he's picked up the level of the game, he's got us playing right, all right, we've had a few dodgy results, that, that happens. But I think with his summer, his transfer targets, well, yeah, we've got to be in good shape for, to compete next year. I'm, I'm very positive, like mm. I said, before I'm... I'm I'm never disappointed with the Latics. I've seen us when, when we were bad, you know, and uh, I still enjoy it, it, it every second of it. I be, love it. Being bad is what it, it what adds to things like three Wembley, four Wembley trips in in twelve months. You know, that is extra special because you've been bad. Of course, you know, of course. It's, it's it's not, and it's been done properly as well. You know, it's not like. City have got to Wembley because some blokes turned up with with a wad full of cash and a, a wheelbarrow full of cash as well. We to be fair, we've had investment yeah. over years. Oh, no, I know, <laughs> but, but it's not. In, if you look in the last sort of ten years, there's not been a lot. No, there's not. There's not. But you know what, what's happened in the last few years has happened because of the club being well managed. Well managed. Yeah. 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 But I, I still want Premier League football down here. I still want mm. us to have that finance that it brings. I think that's the important thing from my point of view. 
sort of the structures there, the infrastructure in the, in the club itself to keep it healthy for, for a, a long time no matter which division we're ever in but we need we need to be flirting up and down with it I think what would you do with MacArthur? give him whatever he likes give him, make him club captain mm. keep yeah. him here yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah, offer him the South Stand if he needs it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've got to build your team around him. Yeah. I think he's the one you look at. I think he's, you know, after Boyce, obviously, he seems to be vocal. He's obviously well liked at the club. But I think it's key we keep all of him for next season, along with McManaman. Uh, mm. I think he's probably key to next season once he gets a full pre season under his belt. I think he'll be fit for next season. And it'd be good if we can keep all the Maloney. I don't, obviously, I don't think Gomez is going to be serving in the economy. Well, speculation about McManaman, though, isn't it, in the press? Yeah, you see, I think McManaman's a saleable asset, isn't he? That's the yeah, I think you're always going to. You know what? You're all, he's always going to get linked with go, a move away after we've yeah. not gone up. Always. He renewed his contract in, in this season as well, hasn't he? Yeah, it? well, that was one of the things Owen Coyle did that he deserves a lot of credit yeah but for. end it there Paul that's no do with Owen Coyle that's we know that Callum McManaman's going to be an asset to the club that would have been Sam whether he was in charge or not so don't give him credit for anything I, no, I, contract I, being I, Sam because it's <laughs> rubbish yeah, give him a stick for stuff that's going to happen whether, it's, whether he's manager or not and give him credit I remember when I was here the other week for defend myself as well and you were saying about oh yeah he, did, he brought a few in Owen Coyle you have to give him credit for that <laughs> no Paul what he did he went up to Wheelham with a list of players hadn't he? and he's gone see which Premier League players have now been released from clubs in bottom earth at the table that's a Burnett and that you can't get them all wrong can you <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, they've not all been good, have they? But you can't yeah, get them all wrong. Get so you can't, get, you can't give right. Kyle credit for that either. No, well, <laughs> you, you can't, but Jim, I will. Been good. Yes, <laughs> you can, but I will. Who scored the other night? Paul, don't <laughs> give him any credit. Who scored the goal? He ruined our season. We could have gone up automatic. But you've just said you're looking forward to next season. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking it, forward so. to it because yeah, yeah, James Perch, yeah, cracking signing. Yeah. I like Carl because he was hilarious. <laughs> That's his own brew. Yeah. was a good signing. Barnett has been a good signing until he got injured. There's a few of them. What I'd uh, like us to do to finish off this week is uh, we've had a, uh, an email from Andrew Perry and he was uh, intrigued by our, our uh, name the managers last, last week when yeah. we did really well when you said like you know you started off mate with the first manager in the league Larry Lloyd mm. <laughs> really showing our knowledge there well, it was crying for you Rob said you should have been here I listened was you, was you shaking your head it were I've got to say guys it was a poor performance <laughs> it was wasn't it yeah. it was it I was, thought it so was poor. I thought it was uh, <laughs> sorry sorry Mick <laughs> <laughs> he was very cool. Anyway, I was shouting him. I was shouting him before. Yeah. By our own admission, it was, yeah. it was pretty bad. Andrew uh, said that following that, he, he asked his mate and his mate round round them off, both off parts, really good. And they got talking about our all-time best eleven. Mm. So who do we think our best eleven is? Now, going into this, I think is you, you can pick your best eleven players technical ability and quality wise and they're all going to be Premier League aren't they more or less or 
you can say pound for pound, like do like who's the best between an heavyweight yeah. and a. Yeah. So you look at what division was in at the time and what. For me, the best ever player we've had, pound for pound, is Roberto Martinez. Getting him in the bottom division, a bloke of his culture, mm. his technique, his ability on the ball, his vision. Well, I just down there. I, for me, he's the he's our so best. I, I, well, I the, the, the first one I put on the team sheet is Arian Dzu. Without a doubt. You could nominate any of us. I'm with you. Yeah, it's got to be. Back it, roll. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, if, we, if we scale down, can, can we just say that? So, so it's not to cause any embarrassment or further uh, feelings of vengeance or <clears throat> comebacks. Any current player cannot be mentioned. Rubbish. of the current setup. Rubbish. Sean okay. Maloney. No. Johnny Gomez. If, if they're currently in the squad. No, James McArthur. Okay. Okay, <coughs> right, yeah. Well, go on, man. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Well, all right. Because, so, otherwise, you've got to turn around and say, pound for pound, yeah. no matter what you're talking about, it was a team up on the FA Cup last year. Yeah. Pound for pound, Ellington, the best Ellington and Roberts, you've got to well, be in it, and yes, pound for pound. The team that. Ellington, what about Newell? No. I never really, I never saw Newell. No. The team that finished the league with. Seven wins out of nine, pasting anybody and everybody wasn't. Is it going to be? Fair yeah, but we're not talking about a team. We're talking about eleven players. Liam Burns, Superly yeah. McCulloch, McCulloch. Yeah, I've got McCulloch. McCulloch well, Burns, Abzi, Victor Moses. Mario. 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 I'd, I'd go with Mario. What about Chibonda? Hugo Ranier. He was awesome, wasn't he? He was only here one season. Can we, can so we not go back to the days of baggy shorts and black and white tellies? We were never on, so... He got it PFA team at here, Chibonda. He was brilliant that season. Who's Chibonda? Yeah, I think that first Premier League, three out of them back four, probably put them in the team. Enshaw. But, yeah, apart from Enshaw, yeah. Apart from... Does he... Burns, Jim Bunder. Right. I, I've, I've got to publicly put forward our dear friend, Noel, Noel Ward. Noel Ward. Got you in there then, Noel. That's a pint, you know. Yeah. Who would you have in Nets? Oh. Keeper. Absolutely. Rod Carroll. What about Kirkland when he first came? Hey, what was that? It's a difficult decision. It's a difficult the, decision. The problem you've got with that is you had a. You had a bit of shite at the end, didn't you? Before yeah, you that, that's the thing, and he went, he went to pop. Yeah. You're judging very subjectively, and, and that's part of the problem. It's, uh, for me, Kirkland's is asked, he, 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 he did yeah. bury you, right? Yeah, he did. Well, yeah. He made the best save I have ever seen. Uh, oh, I think goalkeeper made away at Chelsea from Nicholson Elke. I don't know, you might not remember it. We, we, see, when we beat him, or oh, we drew one apiece. Eski scores, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. five minutes ago. And Elka added the ball over his head and he got back and just tipped it over. It was yeah. one of the greatest saves I've ever seen that. But, what about Ali Abzi's? I know it ended up in back at net eventually against Wolves, the double serve. Yeah. That I, think, I don't think yeah. I've ever seen a better serve no. than that. I know it went John Farland, how good was John Farland? Well, I was about to say John Farland would probably be my shape. Yeah, yeah I'll go with Farland. <laughs> I like Roy Carroll. I'm going to throw something else in there. Mm. Well, if you were talking pound for pound at Everton and keepers, you'd have to have Neville Southall, wouldn't you? Yeah. There's <laughs> a lot of pounds there. Did he ever play for Latin? Kevin Preston. As I say, I'm going off on a tangent. Right, right. right so what have we got then? So, so we've got uh, Fylan, 
Jim Bonder. Somebody with yeah. limited knowledge. Martinez. Yeah, you stick well, him in defence. We've got to have Dizou in there. He's got to be captain. Dizou's got to be captain. Jimmy Bullard. Wilson Palacios. Palacios. I don't know about Palacios. Probably you've got a lot of players who've done some good performance, haven't you? Shana's got to play in defence, I think. Andy Liddell. Yeah, Liddell. Barlow. Sure, Barlow. Barlow. Ellington, Roberts. Ellington and Roberts. Bobby Campbell. Sorry? Bobby Campbell. Yeah. David Law. See, you're going back to the pound, yeah. pound thing, yeah. aren't you? And it's, yeah. it's down to... Yeah, David Law was class. It all depends on what you say, the best team you've ever had. Well, David Law ended up, he played in top division, didn't he? For, for a long time. Yeah, then come back. Yeah. So did Peter Atherton and Steve Walsh. Yeah, there's a show, Peter Atherton. Yeah. It's quite difficult, this. It's not something we can wrap up in five minutes. How about Neil Rimmer? How about if we uh, go away with some uh, food for thought and come back with I it the next I think so, week? yeah. yeah. Ah. yeah. A manager as well would be a good one to pick our best manager. Larry Lloyd. Neil On mm. success? You're going to struggle a lot past Martin. Go Martin is, yeah. Yeah. Four years yeah. And, a, yeah. and a trophy. Mm. Going back, Paul Jewell taking us to Premier League. Player manager. Yeah, under that, I don't think you'll ever. That was the best, most enjoyable time watching Wigan ever. Under, Basically, under just the ride. Get, yeah, the ride. Just pick the whole team from that season. Well, you could do that b- between when was well, what's now League One and our first year at Premier League. We, we had that team t- together for years, didn't we? Mm. Yeah, they only brought the ring in Calf, didn't they? Brought Calf. Calf, no, that, se- that put the nail in the coffin for the promotion, didn't it? Yeah. That, that season, just that bit of experience. Yeah. Gary Teal. Teal? Mm. I'll tell you what, Teal. Again. Teal. Mm. Jason Roberts came, didn't he? He did, yeah, yeah. scored on his debut, 30 seconds. Back in. He did. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Yeah. Best of North End, I was there. Did he not get an hat trick that day? No. 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 Anyway, we're, uh, we're yeah. reminiscing here, aren't we? Have so we got our 11? <laughs> No, I think Mick's got, got the uh, food for thought this, isn't it, to come no, back? I think it's food for thought, and I think if we can, uh, so like, write, write something down ourselves. Yeah, bring it, in, bring it all in, and then, okay. you know, spend yeah. a bit more time arguing the toss amongst ourselves, who, who it is, you know. Cause yeah. Obviously, I remember watching the Latics when, when I was a teenager, and there was certain players who, who stood out to me then because of the job they were doing for Latics at that time. Hence the reason why I actually mentioned Noel Ward, because... He was a cracking player at a time when Wigan needed good, solid players like him. <coughs> but it, just before he broke his leg, he was uh, he was he, he'd been named in the Northern Ireland squad. Yeah, yeah, don't and mean. Chelsea approached us to see if they could take him uh, uh, to second. I've him mm. with due to a signing. So anyway, enough wittering on from yeah, me. And submit your own. A bit of homework. Yeah, yeah, submit yeah. your own. Right. Yeah, it's not hard, enough, is it? We're coming here to talk nonsense, we're going away with bloody homework. Homework, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's nonsense. Well, that's the trouble when you have two teachers on board, isn't it, Mick? Um, we've come to a close, we've come to a close for the season, so we're coming to a close for this podcast as well. Please keep your feedback coming in and keep checking when the next episode is due out, and we'll see you all. And thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you, yes. yes. So good thank night you. for me. Cheers.
like Wigan Soccer School. Supporters of the future, supporters of the past. Celebrate those golden players, those skillful golden players. The way they should.